Dakota St. Clair, and I'm joined by my two fabulous co-hosts. Daphne, how about you go this for, this time? Oh my god. In first. <laughs> Daphne Malfitano, aka Pizza Pasta. I can't I go feel like that was weird. very much the same tone as like, you've reached the voicemail box. So yeah. <laughs> Daphne Malfitano. And then it's like takes a minute to hang up the phone. Like yeah. I feel like yeah. my voicemail is angrier sounding. Every time I have to listen to my own voicemail message for whatever reason, like once a year, I'm like, wow, it's very aggressive sounding. This is yeah, Daphne Malfitano. Thanks like. for calling my phone. <laughs> like, leave a message. Nerd, get out of here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, this is a really, like, kind of, like, I don't say anything mean, but it's like a hostile message. That's just called boundaries. What do you want? I like you know it. what I mean? I like when people have aggressive voicemails because it's like personality. I don't want just like a... My here's my name. Leave a message. I, feel I like, like when there's like a little bit of like mm. the subtext of mine is just don't leave a message. <laughs> like, yeah. I, like unless you yeah. really have to. Like, please don't. Can you just text me or like or don't or just go away? Yeah, or just don't. Most of the people yeah. who leave messages are people who don't need to leave messages. That's like, true. <laughs> I think for me, it used to be like a prerequisite that I had to like either have just woken up or been sick, and then that's when I would do my voicemail so that yeah. like my voice would sound deeper. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, because I get mismammed a lot still. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> which, like, for a lot of time, I mean, mostly that whole thing is just like it's just like classic little gay boy antics. But um, as I got older, then I started to really puss it up as much as possible <laughs> to just be upsetting and like <laughs> feel my fantasy. I'm not gonna lie, I started just forgetting, and now I don't. I don't even think I don't actually think I have a voicemail message. I was a really big fan in like the mid two thousands of using a song as your voicemail. Oh message. yeah, God, that's that the most was, annoying. Yeah. Oh my it god, it was oh, no, so it's legit. You remember ringback tones? Oh, of course I do. My god. Oh my god, yo. My that, brother I... had a ringback tone on his phone up until like I think two years ago, maybe it was still going. And it was just I, classical music. And I was just like, Yeah, my friend still this? has one. My friend still has that one. <laughs> Yo, there are things I would absolutely give up about smartphone capability to go back to the era of like there being a difference between phones. I would like, 100% when, give up my iPhone that, right what, now for my Wasn't that sick? Kick. It was so sick. Like I the Blackberry, the chocolate, the sidekick. Yeah. Like, there were so many different shapes and cool shit. You don't shit understand what it was. To be like figgity fag, what's in the bag, and having a fucking phone that looks futuristic, that has a fucking screen that pops out like swivel, and literally anything you do makes a hundred and fifty noises. Yeah. Bitch, <laughs> you would have thought at like seventeen, eighteen that I ran a multinational corporation the way I made noise yeah. on that fucking thing. Oh my god, it was so, unbelievable, so and sick. all I was doing was just like texting, but. Yeah. I remember, you want me to really take you back for like a weird five minute deep cut. Does anybody remember the Helio phones? I I had a. That sounds familiar. I had a Helio Ocean. What are those? It was the first phone to ever have MySpace mobile. Oh. It was like, it was like this, it was shaped like an, uh, you know, like a 
like a capsule, right? Mm -hmm. And you could shift the screen vertically to do numbers, and then you could turn it and do it the other way to do a keyboard. Yo, they started getting spicy with the screen shit. Girl, let me tell you something right now. When everybody else was talking about something that they saw on fucking MySpace or whatever, and I was like, oh, you mean this girl? They were like, what? How do you have MySpace on your phone? Like, there weren't even browsers on phones. Like, it wasn't even a thing. I feel like I'm really old because I just went from like a flip phone to an iPhone. I definitely missed this entire, this didn't exist for me. Oh, I was, was like, no... I was in oh, middle school during you're a little... middle school and high school during like peak custom phone yeah. time. Yeah, I was already like out of I high had... school, so I think I just didn't. I just had a that the, was it. I just had a phone. Like I was just oh, okay. it was. I was just a also... depressed adult already. <laughs> like being in high school during the like the 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 it was like it was almost akin to like the space race where like new technology yeah. was coming out yeah. every minute. And, like, being around everybody who had all these different phones. I mean, when bitches started showing up with the Razor, it was a cultural reset. Okay, okay. I mean, I had a Razor. The Razor I had was... A razor. The Razor was... Nextel chirping. That yeah. was a whole thing. Yeah. Um, I remember... I just remember the chocolate. Yes. The one that had the phone MP3 player yeah. in it. Yes. That shit was wild. Was that the one that was black and red? Yeah, they had. They came out with a it's few colors. It was Verizon, right? The main ones right? that I remember was, like, yeah, it was, like, red. Yeah. And it, like, had the MP3 player, and you slide it up, and it was a phone, and mm-hmm. it was like, yeah! Yeah, people flipped the <laughs> fuck out when that happened. I remember when uh, camera phones became a thing, because there was, like, six months to a year where I think it might have been Singular, if you remember Singular. Ooh, yeah, I was Singular. I've was been Singular like AT&T game. The, the first one who had it, and they had it was a separate piece that you had to carry with you and connect your phone to then take a photo, which looked like it was underwater through a jar of (laughs) that. That was was like for a while. Those photos were so bad. They were awful. So bad. Yeah, it was was wild. That was definitely, um, it was a time to be alive. I'll tell you that. I remember when iPhones first came out, yeah. And I and, and iPod touches were already a thing. Right. And so I remember having my sidekick <coughs> and being like, why I have an iPod touch, I have a sidekick. Why would I want to combine them? Who wants yeah. that? <laughs> like I literally remember talking to my friends and being like, why would I get an iPhone? It's all touch screen. I mean, some touch screen is good, but like what if I'm like making peanut butter and jelly and I have like peanut butter on my fingers <gasps> and it's like, girl, cut to the future where you're still going to use it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Same. Same. <laughs> it doesn't actually fucking matter at all. You know what I mean? So, I just remember having, I, I like slid through a little bit of clout because I had an iPod touch and they just looked really close to the iPhone, mm. especially when you could, uh, you could start to get the apps on the yeah. uh, iPod yeah. touch. Because my favorite thing was like just very visibly not being able to afford an iPhone and then just going on other people's iPhone and destroying their rainbow unicorn attack score. And then being like, ah, man, I only get to play this on other people's phone, but I just beat your shit up. (laughs) All right, I'll see you in class. Like, that was my favorite. Just, I was like, yeah. yo, can I play this on your phone? Spite yeah. indulging in other people's luxury was definitely a, a, a pastime I think we both know well. I was, I actually made money at oh, summer camp go. to babysit other people's Tamagotchis while they were in the pool. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. That's so <laughs> And real. let me tell you That's something right hustle, now. Though. I walked around that summer camp like I own the fucking place with like 12 Tamagotchis yeah. swinging from my fucking belt. Oh, my God. Baby, yeah. you could not tell me shit. And if you weren't, 
if you weren't nice to me, bitch, I don't need your quarter. Your fucker, uh-huh. that thing's gonna die. By the yeah. time you're out, there's gonna be <laughs> shit on the floor and X's on the eyes. Don't you come for me, bitch. Mm-mm, no. Hilarious. That's it. Oh, man. Good lord. Shouts well, to everyone who let me use their iPhone when I didn't have one. <laughs> Sorry, I destroyed your fucking game. <laughs> Um, hey everybody, well, this is our... <laughs> they didn't even introduce themselves. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> <laughs> this, we haven't even gotten through the intro. I feel like Vince's yet. whole intro is just like, you know what it is. Anyway, like, yeah. there's, just, there's absolutely it's no need. Everyone What's hilarious is that's exactly is. what I was about to say. I was literally about to lean into the mind and go, you already know what it is. I know. Yeah. Which <laughs> the thing is, is like, I, you know what? That's better. I like that. As long as I never have to see Vincent Vanson again, I'll be fine. <laughs> I, I, like I will that. be fine. Because Vincent Vanson is apps. I'm going to do a little deep cut. Sorry, Ooh. audience. If you don't know what this is, you should do better Ooh. research and live a better Watch life. Watch literally the last this episode, is, I think. <laughs> it's Baron from the Baronies. That's what Vincent Vanson is. Reese Gutgag. Reese Gutgag. You oh, can only no. say ah! one more unkind thing to me. And then, Yo, yeah, 100%. Terrible. Absolutely horrible. How do you think he moves? How do you think he moves? No, Vincent I know. That's exactly I, what it you is. Know, I didn't even remember the name because I, like, I most of the time that that was happening on screen, I just had, like, a glazed over look. I was probably, like, doing, like, lesson planning or something because I was like, yeah, this is a lot for me. What <laughs> like, is this? It's, like, this creepy little, it's, like, the idea of a lie becoming physically manifest. What is it from? And, like, you have it. So it's, it's from... from Dimension 20, which, do you remember College Humor? Yeah. They have a whole new platform called Dropout, and they actually have some really great programming on it. I was never, like, a fan of College Humor, but I got into it because they have a, they have a thing called Dimension 20, which is, like, a live play of D&D. But they kind of revolutionized and, in a lot of ways, made popular live plays of D&D because they have, like, the most elaborate sets and minis and everybody who's playing the game is an actor and like I feel like he talked about this one other time sometime. Oh, I this for sounds, sure have. This sounds familiar. It's so, like if yeah. Critical Role is like the big main one that people know, uh Dimension 20 is like just a and it's not to shame anything about Critical Role cuz they're pretty like they're pretty solid, but Oh, Critical like... Role is solid, but they're also solidly audio. They've done video things, but they established themselves as a podcast. So people are used to them in audio, whereas Dimension 20 established themselves as video. And yeah. so there's kind of a whole difference there, I think. Yeah, I mostly mean just like in terms of culture that they kind of uh, encourage. Like I yes. think like the Dimension 20 folks just happen to be like usually queer and a little bit more social justice focused, which mm-hmm. is not to say that like Matt Mercer and, and a lot of people on the show aren't doing that in their lives, but like their culture, like the culture of their show uh, like the Critical Role fans. I mean, you can just say, say it. Critical Role is for straight people, <laughs> which which it a hundred percent is because I've tried listening to it and I was bored to tears. Yeah, and that's no shade to Critical Role, but like I need it's like not for oh, you. there's a non-binary character. Okay, I'll watch the first episode. Like I, you know what I mean? Give me something to sink my teeth into. Well, that's the thing. And is Brendan like, I... is a fucking master at his craft i mean good lord is he also there's a reason everybody in the fandom calls him brendad because you're just like oh my god that man has made me cry more times than my father like i just really (laughs) genuinely love him um so shout out to brendan lee mulligan and the whole entire cast of dimension 20 we love you guys yeah 
Uh, this isn't going to make the episode, but fine. I was going to say, <laughs> have fun editing this. I don't yeah. even know what has happened so far. Well, this is I our think we've only introduced our names. <laughs> oh, I'm keeping the whole cell phone thing, by the way, because obviously oh, yeah. we were That's halfway important. through it, and all of a sudden I went, "Oh, this is the Hermes M4 episode. We should." I also was like, "Wait, it's Hermes? Perfect. We should yeah. be so talking Hermes. about phones. cell phones." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I also had that moment of like, "Hey, wait a minute!" And it's a Wednesday. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Gonna, yep. Mm-hmm. So everybody, welcome to our M4 episode. You already, to quote Vince, you already know what it is. This is going to be <laughs> one myth. Um, we've got one myth only, and so we are. I'm cutting that. Um, we are going to be tackling one myth about the god that we're doing this week, and Friday will be the episode for Hermes. And today we're going to be doing the M4 episode for Hermes, which is really wild because it's Wednesday, and uh, that is the day of of uh, Hermes. If you yeah. don't know. Um, we have seven days of the week because of the seven classical planets, and each of them is named after the planet that is that rules the day. And the reason we spell Wednesday really weird is because English was like kissing cousins with German for a while. So instead of just Law. naming our uh, days after like the sort of classic, even, instead of just naming them after the planets, there's this whole rerouting for four out of the seven days that goes through the Germanic gods. So originally, um, when Wednesday was Woden's day, and uh, Odin, the Norse Allfather, is the is the um, the Norse analog to the Greek Hermes and the Roman Mercury. Um, all of that to say, if you speak a Romance language, you already knew everything before I said it. Because like in Spanish, <laughs> what's the word for Wednesday? Miércoles. Gee, I wonder which planet yeah. it's going to be. Hello. Yeah. Um, so yes, for that's for it. We're excited. We're here. The name of the episode is Hermes, Tramps, and Thieves. Oh, my God. Um, I already came up with that because I just thought it was perfect. And also, it omits the first word, which is a slur. So that's perfect. Yeah. Um, So let's talk Hermes today. And we are going to start with the birth of Hermes. Yes. So um, I'm going to quote... This should be Homer. There, Zeus used to lie with the rich tressed nymphy, unseen by deathless gods and mortal men at dead of night while sweet sleep should hold white-armed Hera fast. And when the purpose of great Zeus was fixed in heaven, she was delivered and a notable thing was come to pass. For when she bare a son of many shifts, blandly cunning, a robber, a cattle driver, a bringer of dreams, a watcher by night, a thief at the gates, one who was soon to show forth wonderful deeds among the deathless gods. Born with the dawning, at midday he played on the lyre, and in the evening he stole the cattle of far-shooting Apollon on... I should just say Apollo. Apollo, on the fourth day of the month, for on that day, queenly Maya bare him. So, uh, Hermes was born of Zeus and Maya. Maya is one of the Pleiades, one of the seven sisters. And he (laughs) was born and then immediately started acting a fool. So, (laughs) within hours of his birth, Hermes is just running amok. He sneaks out of his crib and attempts to leave the cave that uh, him and his mother live in and comes across a tortoise. And as a god of intellect, quick wit, and invention, he immediately snatched up the tortoise and began to put an idea into action. 
He slaughtered the tortoise, cleaned out its shell, and then taking reeds, oxhide, and seven strings of sheep gut, crafted the first lyre. He <laughs> tuned it and immediately began singing beautiful songs in his parents' honor. Oh my god. Yes! <laughs> this is showing off their lyre right now. Um, so, you're like, <laughs> it's kind of like, okay, wait, he's like three hours old? So and he's like playing a concert? <laughs> Yeah, so you know what? This place needs needs a and little think, bit of jazz. And you think, you know, he needs some mood <laughs> music. Maybe that would take up the day. You know, come up with a few songs. You know, whatever. No, it's just no. like midday. Well, there has yeah. to be background music for the rest of the right. capers. That's Set it. The mood. Set the mood. <laughs> the lyre was great and all. But Hermes at this point was probably four to five hours old. And the day wasn't getting any younger. So ready for an adventure, uh, he set out. Some say he was bent on mischief. Others say he just got hungry. But he went out and wandered and came across the great herd of Golden Apollo. He secreted away 50 of the cows, cleverly leading them to walk backwards in order to cover their tracks, while he wore sandals he wove of wicker in order to cover his own. While he led them away... By the way, some tellings say that he actually wove, like, wooden shoes and put them on all the cows. And so I I think that's also great. When is he doing this? (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Uh, while he led them away, he came across a man in his vineyard named Batis. He swore the man to secrecy, promising an abundant harvest and the finest wine. The man agreed, and Hermes moved on. However, there was never a god or a man as adept at lying, and Hermes knew bullshit when he smelled it. So he disguised himself and returned to the man, probably not 20 minutes later, offering him a reward for information on the missing cattle. Batis immediately sold out Hermes, so the god revealed himself as a yeah. newborn and turn the man to stone for his treachery. <laughs> yeah. Is he like an actual baby? Like the Who Framed Roger Rabbit baby with like, who's like an adult <laughs> yeah, in a baby body. A cigar. <laughs> yeah. a cigar. Hey baby, come here. Oh my it's God, awesome. and the hot nurse pushing him around. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> at this point, Hermes had led the cattle to a river and stopped at the banks. He fed the cows and found a shelter for them. And then he gathered some wood and invented fire, because it's noon and we've got things to do. <laughs> Once he had used the sticks and friction to build a blazing fire, he skinned and butchered two of the cattle, a newborn, just going to go ahead and say that again, and divided the rich parts of the meat into 12 portions, eating one of them. He burnt the rest as offerings to the gods. He then what? also burned the remainder of the sacrificial cows to cover his tracks and then headed home. Yeah. Hermes hid the cattle <laughs> and then <laughs> snuck into the cave he shared with his mother, crawled into his cradle, and attempted to act like a normal husband <laughs> infant. Oh my god. Maya was unamused and saw through the whole thing immediately. <laughs> That's amazing. She's like, yeah, I saw this whole thing where you left and then you came back with a bunch of cattle. Do I smell smoke? What the fuck is going on? Greatest of all time. It's amazing. Literally. (laughs) Yeah. Maya scolded young Hermes for the trouble that he had caused and warned him that the gods were going to be furious when they found out what he had done. He attempted to assuage her worry. Like, imagine like, okay, he's six hours old now and he's like, listen, Linda. Come on, mom. I'm trying to tell you, mom, Google. Goo Gaga, Goo Gaga. That's bro. it. It was fine. It's fine. Um, so it was a prank, to... bro. Chill. <laughs> <laughs> he attempted to assuage her worry by promising her that he would win them both renown and honor among the gods. 
<laughs> now the sun is starting to set and by this point apollo had returned to notice the missing cattle he attempted to search for them and it was then that he saw an omen an eagle with outstretched wings so he set out in the same direction of the eagle's flight <laughs> this took him straight to the cave of maya and hermes now i just want to pause here the eagle is zeus's animal did, did yeah. Zeus just tell on his own kid it does seem like it but Zeus, here's the thing here's the thing about the relationship between zeus and hermes is that I feel like Zeus, like, secretly, like, loves that Hermes is a little shit. Oh, we're going to get into that. We're and covering like, that. I feel like all of the, any adversary, adversity that Zeus would send Hermes' way is just to be like, yo, evolve your, like, shit-eating grin. I want to see it grow. Like, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I think it's literally, like, just training. Like, keep yeah, yeah. got to stay on your toes, kid. Yeah. You know? Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Like, if he just gets over on somebody too easy, Zeus, like, makes his disguise fall off. You know what I mean? The, like The eagle, like, winks at Hermes on the way out. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> You'll thank me later. <laughs> so, um, you know, by this point, of course, Apollo figures it out. He heads and follows the same direction of the eagle's flight. And this takes him straight to the cave of Maya and Hermes. He demanded to know where his cattle were, but Hermes feigned innocence, first trying to act like a blabbering infant, and then immediately that didn't work. <laughs> Um, and Apollo's like, what are you doing? And so <laughs> Hermes stands up in his crib and swears upon the head of Zeus that he doesn't even know what a cow is because he's a baby. <laughs> he's a baby. Yeah. I was just born. I just got here and I'm feeling very attacked. Okay. I don't know these words you're using. <laughs> Unmoved and unconvinced, Apollo called the child's bluff and called upon Zeus, charging the baby with theft. <laughs> Zeus, for his part, was amused by his son's cunning, but forced him to apologize to Apollo and return his cattle. <laughs> Apollo did a quick head count and then turned to Hermes with renewed fury and suspicion, demanding to know where the last two cows were. Hermes looked up to Apollo and explained the sacrifice he had made at the river's edge. Apollo was fascinated by his explanation of fire and of the sacrifice, <laughs> which apparently was the first of its kind. This was the first... Uh, oh. animal sacrifice ever done. I feel like I like that idea. <laughs> mm -hmm. But he had one question. Hermes had made a sacrifice for 12 gods of Olympus, but there were only 11. Who was the 12th? Hermes immediately replied, why me, of course. Oh my God. <laughs> so good. Apollo was so charmed by this rascally child that he couldn't help but forgive him for his antics. As Apollo prepared the cattle for their return to the herd, Hermes sat on a nearby rock and produced his lyre, idly playing and singing. Apollo was struck by the beauty of the instrument's sound, never having seen anything like it, not to mention the song Hermes had begun to sing in his honor. He asked Hermes what it was, and the child god explained its invention and then taught the older god how to play it. Apollo was so enraptured with the lyre that he offered the cattle and the designation as god of herds and flocks to the infant god. This was originally Apollo's purview god of herds and flocks huh. and shepherds and he was like well i'll just give you that because she seemed to be good with the cows they're happy so you know in exchange for the instrument in exchange for the lyre hermes requested in addition hermes like yes i see your offer i'm gonna raise but... you this <laughs> like already out negotiating a grown adult when he's not even 24 like, not hours even old. a day old yeah no 
Hermes requested in addition that Apollo would teach him divination by pebbles, which was either Apollo was supposed to teach him that or Apollo's <laughs> nurses, old nurses are supposed to teach him that. But basically this was rustic divination and it was practiced by cattle herds and shepherds. And it was divination. It was casting of lots. It was sortilege, but specifically it's claromancy um, or um, I think it's cephomancy, which is using pebbles for mm. casting lots, right? You know, they agreed. They exchanged. Everything was cool. And it was at this time that Zeus called Hermes to Olympus in order to punish him for stealing and lying. In response, Hermes promised never to lie to Zeus and asked to be named as herald and messenger. Zeus was so charmed by this child that he <laughs> acquiesced, naming him herald, messenger, and god of trade, travel, and treaties. And to ensure his messages arrived as fast as possible, he blessed his infant son with the Talaria, the golden winged sandals, so that he could move as swift as the wind, because giving a toddler flying shoes couldn't go wrong at all. Uh, the Patassos, <laughs> a wide-brimmed traveler's hat to protect him from the elements, and a herald's staff. Sidebar here. Zeus did not give him the Caduceus. The Caduceus was actually originated as a magic wand that supposedly could make people sleep, I believe, that was given to him by Apollo. And oh. then the two snakes, there's actually various tales of how they're supposed to have come about, but yeah. they're also supposed to be copulating. Oh. Right. So that's a thing. And I'm like, strike the snakes. Strike, strike, <laughs> strike the snakes with a stick. Do it, do it, do it. <laughs> yeah. So Hermes made, you know, Hermes loved being the messenger god and the heralds and running all over God's green earth, like as fast as possible, you know? <laughs> um, and so Hermes made such a strong impression as the herald of heaven that even Hades took notice and called the young God to his throne room. He offered him the role of herald for the underworld as well, explaining that he would collect the souls of the newly dead and escort them to the underworld. Considering that Hermes was already used to aiding lost travelers, he was happy to aid those who were no longer alive as well. Of course, Hermes grew up, and as an adult, he fathered many children, all of whom displayed one or more of his key characteristics. There was Echion, the, uh, who served as the herald of the Argonauts, Autolycus, a notorious thief, and Myrtilus, the swiftest of all charioteers. Do we remember Myrtilus? Yeah. yeah well, <laughs> and the suspicious one? chariot race? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And the princess was like, I'll sleep with you and give you yeah, half the kingdom. And, and he was like, okay, cool. And then afterwards, it's like, time to pay up. And she was like, I'm going to get no. you thrown off a cliff because yeah. this is not yeah. happening. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, basically, you know, he had all these kids that were all really cool like him. And things worked out pretty well. Zeus and Hermes remained close. And Hermes kept his promise not to lie to his father. However, he didn't always tell the whole truth. One of his, like, <laughs> kind of defining features. Um, have you met a Gemini? Uh, they were constant companions. Every time Zeus descended to Earth, Hermes would accompany him, often heralding his way. But Hermes would venture down to the Earth on his own as well, and not always on business. As much as he enjoyed making mischief, he was also deeply generous to humanity always having a deep affection for humans and becoming just as beloved by the humans who worshipped him. So that is our one-shot myth for today. 
I hope that you yeah. guys enjoyed it. What do we think about Hermes? It's like the hardest Is baby it? ever. <laughs> like what? Oh yeah. He's just like, <laughs> he's like he's out there like getting jobs. He has like four jobs by the end of the yeah. <laughs> <Right>? Always <laughs> been my by the end of the first day. My favorite birth myth. Like always been my favorite birth myth. Just like it's all all of that. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> the born hustler. Um, also, is it Odysseus descended from uh, Hermes? Yes, depending on the version that you look at in terms of gene- genealogy, I think he's actually supposed to be Odysseus's grandfather. Yeah. Oh. So I was like, and uh, obviously Odysseus is is very uh, Hermes like. Um, so that's all. Yeah. That, yeah, because that's supposed like... to be Odysseus' whole thing. His whole like claim to fame was supposed to be his like. Um, his wit yeah. yeah like his cunning and it's supposed to be because he's the grandchild the grandson yeah. of Hermes that's where he got it from makes sense well we're going to talk about this in our main episode but you know Hermes is the god of a lot of things but mainly um, one of the main things <clears throat> for Hermes is he's the god of the mind and thought and intellect and it was thought by the ancient Greeks that it was him who meted out the intelligence allotted to each human Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, cool. like that was part of the the process of creation. Yeah, interesting. He's really important. Yeah, he's got a he's lot. Really, really. Yeah, just like how much shit he's hand got in his everything. Hands in. Yeah, <laughs> he does. Yeah, I love that. He does. I mean, I think that he's kind of the original jack of all trades without yeah. the second half because he really is good at what he he's does. He doesn't often yeah. fuck up. Like he's really good. So yeah, we have um, some really great stories to tell about him when we get to our main episode, and that comes out Friday. Woo! See you there. So <laughs> thanks again for joining us, y'all. Really, really excited about how our series is going and all the feedback that you guys have given us. Please keep it up. If you want to get a hold of us, you can shoot us an email to whengodwasqueer at gmail.com. You can hit us up at whengodwasqueer on Instagram and TikTok. And you can also go to anchor.fm slash when God was queer. It's included in our show notes and you can leave us a voice message and we'll do an upcoming episode where we compile all of them and laugh along with you. So if you, uh, nope, no, if you, thanks again oh, for joining us <laughs> really quickly. Shout out to P on Twitter, uh, who I interacted with this week. Um, cause I found that they had tweeted about when God was queer. Oh, oh yeah. Thanks. You. Thank you for doing that. We love that. Shout outs for the show. It, get you a shout out. Twitter. Twit, twit it. Twit it up. Do we have a Twitter? Yeah, I think so. No, yeah. I don't think we do. do we I have ha- oh, well, I'm on Twitter. Do we have a hashtag? Tweet it, bitch. I... Someone make us a hashtag. If... That's what make we us want. A hashtag. Make us a hashtag. Yeah. <laughs> when God was queer. Start tweeting about when God was queer. I will retweet all of it. Hashtag when God make was us queer. A hashtag. And eventually we'll make a Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but we need this, this 500 retweets. We will make. Yeah, it. exactly. Oh my god, don't do that. It'll be Rita Ora all over again. Mm-mm. You know about that, right? What? She was like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna like release music if this gets 100,000 no. retweets," and it got like Rita two, Ora, it got like 2,000. I feel like, and she so then she deleted it, and she was like, yeah. "My account was hacked." Oh my god, I would never do that. Isn't that crazy? And everybody was She's like, "She's not oh, good shit, at girl. like the social part of her job. Like she historically just always takes L's when she does She's, stuff like that." She needs and I don't to understand just... why she keeps doing. Some people should just sing, you know? Yeah, like, <laughs> just she really sing. just could like be in the background, being like really influential, but she like keeps stepping out and making a fool of herself. I don't understand. Yeah. Yeah, well, rip Rita Ora, and um, <laughs> we'll note. see you guys in the next episode. So, on that note, be gay! Be gay!
Do crime. Bring back the sidekick, please. I'm so tired of iPhones. The gods are always watching. They are watching. Bye. Bye. Ciao.